Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Press the button. The button. No, with no further ado, here comes the show. I'm sure it's all worked out. Yep, it is. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. German or Else is brought to you this evening by Commandant's Knagwurst. Open a can today. Mm. <laughs> Close as you get to a commercial. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Play Retro. I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts. And I don't know about you, but Mecca Hitler used to keep me up at night. No dictator should have the power to cyborg himself into a position of ultimate power and destruction. So good thing I brought a Gatling gun and chicken dinners. His mustache hitbox is too small. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And I just want to get out of this World War II era Nazi nightmare of a castle maze without having to kill any more German shepherds. Nazis, yes. And more, yes, let's kill him, but good boys, no. <laughs> now, who wants a wiener schnitzel? I found it in a dead Nazi's pocket, still warm. Mm, who's a good boy? You are. Bad Nazi. Bad. <laughs> you do kill a lot of dogs in this game. I don't care for that. Well, not if you play the, uh, the, the, the was it the NES one? Did the I old games not have the, dogs, but they do. I don't remember. They, they did giant red. The Nintendo said, you can't, you can't have the swastikas. Yeah. You can't have Hitler with a mustache, yeah. and you can't be shooting no puppy dogs. So they yep. turned him into giant rats, mm. some general-looking uh, just guy in a brown uniform, and uh, mm. uh, no swastikas to be seen. Yeah, this is the version I played on my Ambernick the other day. Oh, now, yeah, now yeah. that you mentioned the, it, because they the had all these, all these pictures of Hitler on the wall with no mustache. Uh, the swastikas were crosses or something else or some kind of weird. I, it was plus symbols because I thought the same thing because I was like, hey, is that supposed to be with the cross? Yeah. Nintendo's not supposed to do any religious type stuff. Was that better than? Well, you know, it was it was like the cross was it was not like total Jesus cross. It was more like no, it was like it was plus. like uh, Switzerland's uh, uh, the Swiss army cross. Right. Yeah, it was more like that. And I think that's yeah. how they got away with it. But yeah, those were the, those were those 
those Nintendo Screw the days. Swiss. Yeah, they were busy. Uh, <laughs> this is this is right around the time that Mortal Kombat got sweat for blood and all that kind of thing. So yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, and there was yeah. no blood in that uh, Nintendo version either. It looked like uh, was it like sweat? It was supposed to be sweat. Them, it just looked, to sweat. It just looked like water, so. like big globs of water. It was stupid. Yeah. It, it was, was very it was very dumb. dumb. They changed that by two, but boy, MK1. Yeah, yeah I think by the time they got to the SNES version, they had said. Yeah, I forget. There was one that was later on that d- that didn't do it. It well, might have been the Game Boy Advance one. Is that what I'm thinking of? Might well, have been MK MK one. That's only Super Nintendo. They ne- never made it to NES. So that Super- must have been that was something. Yeah, yeah, that one had the sweat, and there was no way of turning it off. I think you could turn off the sweat, but you couldn't convert it to blood. The Genesis version of the game had blood, but you could turn it off. <laughs> But really, I'm surprised uh, they didn't add more blood. It's like, okay, you got yeah. blood or more blood. What do you want? like? Some more blood, and then, and by the time MK2 rolled around, though, I think Nintendo loosened up and had blood in theirs. Right. We we bleed what Nintendo don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was playing that the other day too because I was thinking about MK1 and this whole reboot they're doing, which is so weird. Um, oh yeah, kinda, MK1. Cool. I'm so excited. Got some gameplay uh, just a, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the week, we saw the, just the 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 exciting trailer going back to the to the original story before the story. Well, they're and, rewriting uh, it, is what they're doing. So they're yeah, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. in the game. Uh, Liu Kang gains the power, and this is all this all happened at the end of eleven. So it's not like a big spoiler or anything. But nah, nah. at the end of eleven, or no, sorry, fourteen. Wait. 12. What's the last one that they made? <laughs> now you got me. Hold on a second. 12? Four, 12 was the last one. Was it? Was the, right. What's now? Now you can make me look. Now I'm getting Shit. now I'm getting Final Fantasy and Mortal Kombat. You got too many darn games if I can't remember. Um, There is no Mortal Kombat 14, right? Well, that's no. it. 14. Yes. Fan. No. Is that something? No. Hold on. Did they do a 14? <laughs> 11 so was the last one. Thank God. Tizzerite. Tizzerite Dynamite. Saved us in the chat room. Oh yeah, I sure was looking. Jeez. Okay. There is some Mortal Kombat 14 uh, fan fiction. That's what was confusing (laughs) me. That's in somebody's head. This. Yeah, they're super into that. Okay. Sorry. Mortal Kombat 11. Right. Uh, Then uh, you know you think you were going to 12, but you're not. Uh, Mm -hmm. What you're doing instead is Liu Kang is redesigning the world. He's basically uh, deciding how the world should be to avoid all this conflict. It it fails miserably, of course. But that's what he tries to do. And in his version of the world, we found out just this week at the Game Fest, Summer Game Fest, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are brothers in his version of, right. the, of the New World, which is not correct uh, based right. on old lore. So they're just, uh, they're just having fun with it, man. They're doing like a canon rewrite, but not really. So excited. They're doing it like, you know, out in the open. They're basically saying, hey, Luke Kang's like God now, so he's going to. Yeah, he's going to tell everybody what they're going to do or whatever. And you got like a young uh, Raiden in this thing. Uh, they didn't have me in until this 11. I was interested and I played uh, at somebody's house and I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. 11 awesome. But I had no it's really good. I had no I had no interest in really deep diving. Now, this one, I'm almost tempted to the pre-order, which is like one hundred nine dollars because you're supposed to get some early uh, early access. But we're going to see how early that access is. If it's at least a month, I'm like, okay, maybe. Maybe. But uh yeah, because yeah, it's sixty nine at, at launch or yeah. pre order. I don't care about the 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 little extras other than the free time. If they give time. you a bunch of they give you like a season pass and other characters and stuff, that that's worth it, I right. think. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I hate pre order. hundred and nine dollars, Scott. I'm not doing that's that. That's insane. Yeah, I'm not doing that. We would never play we would never pay that for a, a game on our 
Yeah, we would have maybe. No, okay. hell no. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. 109, forget no. it. There's no way. No, I can't it. think not of a game where I've ever spent. Well, it's not true. <laughs> I was about to say, you better watch it. You're there was a remember. Oh, there, yeah. What was the Genesis game that had uh, a taller cartridge, had extra shit in there? Yeah, that's usually how they get you. The extra uh, shit. What was it, though? It was a big, thick, heavy cartridge, and it cost about 100 bucks. And it was the most expensive. Was it Eternal Champions? Something was something was 100 bucks, and I paid right, it right. like a dumbass. Jesus. Um, what is the, the, let's see. Uh, buh, buh, buh. I don't know. Genesis game. Why, see, are they, most, why are they making it so difficult to find this? All right, here we go. Most expensive. Oh, these are just rarest, though. I don't want that. I want to yeah, know yeah, what, yeah. What, what I paid at the time. I can't find it. But there was some game that had an extra tall cartridge, and it was heavy because it had extra hardware in it. And I don't remember what it even did. But it basically was a Genesis cartridge that I spent 100 bucks on, and everybody wanted it, and it was a big deal. <laughs> and now I don't have any memory of it. What a waste of 100 bucks that must have been. <laughs> You know how yeah, dumb it must how have been because now you can't remember it, and you probably you probably dumped it probably did. right. You yeah. just took yeah. a big old dump. Uh, all right, so here's a quick thing. I'm all garlicked up thanks to uh, the help oh. of one Brian Dunaway. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, and I didn't just send you like spaghetti and and garlic. No, no. that's you're talking about OS. Yeah, we're talking about an OS right? for my Ambernick uh, 30 right. XX John Jim Bob dot twenty or whatever the hell it's Ambernick RG. If you had this 35XA. There you go. 35. That's the number. We're looking for the magic number. Uh, anyway, I love it. I really like the Garlic OS. I like all of the options for that. I think it's just better. It's just better than what comes stock with that yeah. thing. And um, it's got all the baked in uh, retro art stuff if you're familiar with working around in that anyway. So you can do a lot of customization and other stuff, which is very nice. Um, I cannot stop playing Pokemon Pinball again. Once again, that thing rears its head and says, hey, Scott, remember me? Remember remember the addiction that is me? And I say, oh, hello, old fiendish friend. <laughs> they called Pokemon Pinball from the, uh, uh, what was it, Nintendo uh, Game Boy Advance. Yes. I remember your ugly face. Let's play. And then I played that a lot. I also played, I went on a tear a little bit on trying to find Japanese RPGs, JRPGs that I never played on the PlayStation. Because that was a, yes. for a lot of people, the PlayStation PS1 was like a high point for for jrpgs and one of them obviously is final fantasy 7 nobody doubts its dominance during that time that was probably the biggest hit but there were a bunch of others and i wasn't really familiar with them because at the time i hated that genre these days right. i really like it i enjoy it this uh when this stuff was first landing turn-based combat turned me off oh but now i like all things turn-based combat i love it it's my one of my favorite mm -hmm. sort of genres across the board whatever we're playing whether it be something like civ or or this or you know XCOM, whatever i like taking turns i like it oh yeah anyway uh so i've been doing Same. that so last night i was up till i don't know 2 a.m playing uh <laughs> old japanese <laughs> japanese role-playing games <laughs> On the PlayStation One, on my gar on my garlicked up RG fifty eight twenty eight twenty two, there in bed. It was. Great. I was doing something similar. Um, I also played a little Final Fantasy stuff, and I also played a good bit of Game Boy Advance. I'm trying to remember which pinball. This format is just fantastic 
for playing pinball games, this Game Boy Advance type era, but in this more Game Boy color Did we figure shape. out it's the same, exact same, it's the same screen ratio, I know that, but is it the same size screen? No, absolutely not. Game Boy was 2.9 inches, including the game, uh, the Game Boy Advance was 2.9 inches, yeah. and the uh, this screen, I think, is a 4-inch screen, or something like that, very close to that. Matter of fact, it's I was going to tell you, that's, that's going to be our next thing that me and you work on, uh, is getting you the accurate representation because if I think I sent yours uh, at full screen so that you get the full glory of it, but if you uh, set the overlays uh, in this thing, it will represent it at a 2.9 inch screen and all the graphics will be super sharp, mm. uh, which is what I like now. See, it's got, it's oh, got a little Game Boy yeah. thing down here where you can kind of, it's, it's labeled and it's mm-hmm. got like a little ring. Almost looks it. like uh, it's part of the bezel or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my Game Boy, uh, my I Game Boy color and Game Boy black and whites all look like that. They have that uh, over Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Pretty oh, cool. did you see this too? What do you I got printed. There? Oh, this. look at that little tiny booger. Yeah, you got, you got the, I, I sent you the more comfortable one, but I just got this one uh, <laughs> Mine's this beefy. morning. Look at this chat. Look at mine. Mine's all yeah. beefy. <laughs> yeah, now yours is more comfortable, but this one's more aesthetically uh, pleasing, including the fact that I printed it with uh, this sweet uh, PLA uh, resin print that I got, spool of stuff I got. This is a an Amiga beige i believe so it's supposed to be the same color as the amiga um it's a jesse premium pla from print printed solid is it really called it amiga really beige good. is that what they call it That's yeah crazy. yeah they call it the uh beige number 500 and if you look on the website it does say uh the amiga 500 i also have printing right now what i have in my hand though yeah. is this color that printed this handle out and which is in my printer right now yeah. uh, is a Commodore 64 beige <laughs> brown. So it looks, I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks I all think right. It looks pretty good. I think it looks yeah. great. Yeah. Looks yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I freaking, I'm in love with this device. I play it all the time. We have, if you're, if you haven't, if you haven't caught up with uh, the core and the play retro show, we've all been uh, the community uh, at large and including uh, the producers, uh, we we've all got one of these Ambernick RG thirty five double X's, and we've been having a blast with them. And I am really enjoying just learning more and more st- stuff about this thing. And we've been communicating back and forth with a lot of listeners on getting their stuff set up. Yeah, and Brian Brian's doing some hackery where uh, he can get some juice, uh, like basically um, boost the CPU, right, or unlock it. Well, um, actually, the one that. Um, was that no? I think yeah, that was this one. That was this one. This uh, th- this past week there was there's a a new uh, project that is allowing you to unlock uh, the GPU. So it's, it's we're already using the CPU a lot, but they're looking at unlocking the GPU so you can play um, some more advanced games than beyond PS One and prior because that's what these things are really good at. Which is perfect because all the controls has a D pad, four buttons. Uh, and then some shoulder buttons on the back, which is almost, you know, that that includes almost all machines, uh, PS1 and prior. Of course, the PS1 did eventually start doing the the dual shock and that, but that covers all this. Yeah. Now, the one I'm holding up right now, I don't. Did we talk about this this past week? This just is the, the Miu Mini, Miu, Miu Mini, Mini Plus. Yeah. Very. If you if yeah. you glanced at both of them, you might think he just has two of the same thing, but these are different devices. Yeah. Yeah. This one's a little bit smaller. The buttons on back are on, are supposed to be a little bit better. I. I they, they both have their advantages and disadvantages to me. The big thing is this one has Wi-Fi, and that's the Mi uh, Mini hold, Plus. Hold them up together. I don't see them at the same right. time. There you go. Let me take it. Let me take them out of the 
Mm-mm-mm. I forget it. Yeah. So on so the right go. hand side, I've got my Miu Mini Plus. Yeah. That's the one I'm shaking right now. Yeah. And then on the left hand side is the Amber Nick. Yeah. Uh, the the this one, the Miu has the Wi-Fi. The other one has an HDMI out. Yeah. I like local couch co-op. If you want to play people over the air through NetPlay, which I find uh, an inferior experience it's a buggy nightmare is what it is it's yeah and but you know you can update stuff on this one and on the, on the me you mini because it's got wi-fi and you can update your roms and you can do the game saves like you're wanting to do uh so that you can put them between different devices i'm not really that interested in that um but there's a lot of things you can do retro achievements there's different things that may benefit you but that didn't appeal to me so mm. i'm still i'm still favoring when i'm playing with these i'm still favoring the amber nick I just like it better. Something about it satisfies me in a way that I can't necessarily explain. Still working on it. Well, uh, that's awesome. I'm very excited for the comparisons as we continue forward in our world of emulate this and emulate that. <laughs> emulate this and emulate that. Oh, and I did. Neither <coughs> one of these has Bluetooth audio, but I did order an adapter. Yeah. And it's just, it has a regular headphone plug on one end. And then it goes out to like this dongle piece and you can press the, the button and it's got Bluetooth action. And I was able to air some uh, pair some Bluetooth headphones to both of these. Yeah, because the device just does it. The device does it, whether, whether, it, it. No matter matter. what it plugs into, it doesn't care. Yeah. 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 And so I've been in that. That's that's a very good uh, addition. Twenty bucks. I yeah. Think. No big both deal. Of these are, I, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm personally I mean, if, if all you have is Bluetooth, you know, earphones and earbuds and things. Yeah. Then that I, that makes perfect sense to do that for me. It's like I've got I got plenty of wired stuff. I don't mind using it yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. There's totally nothing wrong fun. with it when you and there is a little delay. Yeah. Uh, the ones I have are five o um, Bluetooth five o, and there's you know just a little bit of delay, but not enough to really cause any problems. Bluetooth five o. But I'll tell you yeah. what it doesn't work with what? AirPod Pro two. Oh shit! Everything I order off Amazon that uh, I've I've ordered like three or four devices and none of them pair with my AirPods Pro two. They will do. They will. They will actually. That's, that's a lie. They pair. <laughs> you dirty liar! All right, I'm go a ahead. Dirty liar. They yeah. do pair, but all they do is they make like a half of a second worth of audio. And then it just just cuts off. So I'm assuming it's some kind of protection cut off or something. I've got a 5.3 version coming in today. Hmm. I'm assuming everybody else uses all the same chips. So sure, eh, what you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Green, all that stuff. Whatever. But uh, man, these things are fun. They are. We'll talk more about them as we. uh, I played a lot of the games this week. Yeah, on my Embernick. Oh yeah, I I did too. Um, Yeah, but Wolfenstein I played there again. SNES game. Is a real bummer. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's very good. And also, they changed the voices and the music and stuff. They changed a lot in that, so yeah. they're not yelling out these cool German things. They're, yeah, that's that's right. That was the other thing on the Nintendo version. You're right. They they used English and they did not. He's like, hey, you over there? The yeah, they basically just made up a fake. And then you know what? The newer ones are kind of like that. Like I want to say, New Colossus or or. Uh, New or- no, New Order, whatever the hell it was. The 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 the, the modern the most modern of the right, most right, recent right. ones. And there's a third one coming soon. Um those games uh those games use symbology that aren't I don't think they're swastikas either. I think they're I think that's just we're just done with swastikas. Are we okay with shooting Nazis still? Oh I mean, yeah, me. Is for there gonna sure. be a day that we wake up and it's like, that's it? 
No, we're no, shooting Nazis. No, I, th- Nazis I mean, they're people, too. No, no, no. I think, not- <laughs> I think the reason that they don't put the symbology in there, it's not because they don't want to offend Nazis. I think it's because right, right. it's Nazi imagery. It's like, why exactly. And it's actually it causes a uh, distribution problem if you're in uh, Germany. Right. Because right. in some European places, they will not allow anything that uh, that shows that symbology. Like is, this it still, is this still true in Germany? OK, so back in the Unreal Tournament days. The mm. version of Unreal that shipped in Germany had no dismemberment, no jibs, and no blood at no all. No jibs? Yeah. It was, it was the law. You couldn't do it. Like in Japan, same thing with uh, skeleton, or not Japan, China. Skeletons and bones, like World of Warcraft, had to be edited so that the undead didn't have their bones sticking out. It's some kind of That's a bunch thing. of... How are you supposed to be undead? <laughs> That's what I say, but, you know, culture, I guess. Yeah, culture. They're, offend, they're offended by things. We're offended by things. If you show a booby in a video game, forget it. You're out of here. Yeah, we're weird That's over America. here. Yeah, America's like you got a you got a boob in there. Wait, hold America, on. America, we're anti boob. You slaughtered a whole uh, airport full of people with a gun. Fine, cool. Hold on, Fine. you put a booby in there. What the hell are you doing, boy? <laughs> that's for mommies and babies. Yeah, it's stop like, it. That's for mommies and babies, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, all right, well, let's, tomb, baby. let's dive in. <laughs> let's dive into our discussion because there's a lot to say about Wolfenstein and its and its predecessors. Shall we play a game? Let's Can go I say back before you start. Yeah, go Can ahead. I say something before you start. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> before we started this week, yeah. I had no clue what Castle Wolfenstein and Beyond Castle Wolfenstein was. I thought I did, <laughs> and then I played the game. Yeah, and I was like. Okay, so continue. <laughs> I have very, I have very specific memories of both of those games uh, because I had an Apple II, and right. I played them back then, and we all thought they were awesome back then. But holy <laughs> shit, we have come a long way, folks, a long way. We'll talk about these first. So these were top-down kind of stealth action adventure games. There was a stealth aspect to these games that are a little bit weird. Um, inspired by Berserk, of all things, uh, yeah. and also set in World War II. You played an ally spy, escape from a Nazi fortress, navigate through castle mazes, uh, that kind of layout, out, outmaneuvering or neutralizing Nazi guards using stealth guns and disguises. Uh, guards respond to sp- suspicious ha- uh, behavior. Not really. Yep, yep. They're kind of not. The AI well, is dumb. If, if yeah they um if you if you um run into the wall i which i did a lot when i was mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to use the keyboard yeah um the screen will go on the apple II version that i was playing yeah. um and and it will alert uh the guards and they and they will come come get you now i'd like to warn everybody about what i'm going to play all right yeah everything is 100 no 150 on the yes audio, right and it's really Terrible. So enjoy what I'm about to play some audio. Okay, and here you go. He Oct- said octung, yeah. which means attention. Yeah, it means uh, octung baby. Yeah. I didn't. That makes you want to die. Right, and I'm trying to figure out what all those are. So this is Muse software from 1981 um, that that created this berserk type clone for the Apple II. Um, which I had never played, and I guess I never really even saw. I don't guess, but the Germans that are walking around are yelling uh, at different German uh, German things, and they're all in the manual. I looked them up as Octoon, Halt, Führen, uh, Fulgen. I don't know how to say all these things, but basically, yeah. is attention, stop, fire, follow, I surrender, 
which is great mm-hmm. because you can hold these guys up. Yeah, if you point their the gun at them, mm-hmm. they will stop and uh, they they will surrender if they say the the magic word. There. Yeah, the only downside of that though is do you uh, you then kill them? You never let them go. They never. Uh, no, and you would be you would be a fool because they're the, just like so. We had talked about Metal Gear Solid, and this is where I originally kind of decided to kind of go back and learn about these things is because we talked about in the Metal Gear Solid the stealth uh, action games and and uh, uh kojima was inspired by this game i did mm. not know that and mm. it was this this is what happened metal gear got its start uh here as well as did a lot of other things mm-hmm. yeah we'll talk about later so this so this is the really base beginning this and and wolfenstein uh two which just sounded like this it's about the same a little louder <laughs> Right, <laughs> they are they are kind of almost the same game in a lot of ways. Right. Like it's barely a sequel. There's it's new content, obviously. There's a couple of new mechanics, or at least the the levels are a little more. I don't know. I don't even know if the word interesting is the right word, but they're a little they're, bit more. They're more complex. Yeah, they're more complex. There's more three dimensionality. Like you said, this is a this is those weird maze games like Berserk, and I I some I'll describe they they describe these things as top down, but they're kind of not the the maze part is top down, uh, but then is front facing for your sprites and characters that are walking around this maze. Yeah, very, there's no there's no cohesive perspective here. This is just how you made yeah, a game this, back then. Yeah, yeah, the maze games were real popular during this time as well, and so it was good to have a maze game, and, and it was based on uh, you know Nazi World War II stuff, action stealth kind of things that wasn't really out there a lot. And so this kind of occupied a unique space. Silas Warner uh, was interested in creating just that. And he did that. Mm-hmm. Did you know this guy, Silas Warner, who co-founder of uh, Mew Software, which lived and pre- well, pretty much died in the 80s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he was he was 6'9", 300 pounds. Good Lord. Uh, uh, seemed to, people seemed to like him very well. Uh, he lived in Chicago until he was seven. And uh, him and his mom moved after his dad tried to kill both of them. And so they went Jeez. on the run. And so, yeah, he's he's a real interesting character. I did a whole deep dive into uh, to to the Muse software and, and his rise and and fall mismanagement again. Pretty typical of, of 80s. Yeah, it's uh, early. Nobody knew what the hell they were doing yet. Right. It yeah. Was just like, yeah. What, what are we they doing? were making games, but they weren't always business people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's a fair way of putting it. I was hoping, um, let's see. Yeah, they just did the two games, right? That was it. Well, they did other games too, but this is by far their most recognizable Castle oh, Wolfenstein right, and right. Castle Wolfenstein. And, yep. the, I, and, you know, and you'll see why, because simplistic gameplay, reviewers at the time had kind of poo-pooed it a little bit because the graphics were kind of lagging behind its competitors, but the gameplay was so competitive. You were stealthing around, even though line of sight, mm-hmm characters could other you know the the bad guys could see you the mm-hmm. nazis could see you yeah they were but like magic for, yeah nazis. for some reason the detection was you know kind of wonky but that was part of the fun and then unlocking boxes uh getting uh I th- getting german stuff like is this some sauerkraut all right yep whatever yep. wiener schnitzels wiener schnitzel yeah yeah i mean i the the so i played this a little bit this week uh or attempted to i kind of had a hard time playing it um, right. But the emulator stuff on this is a little tricky, but the, um, the, my experience back in the day was this felt like, whoa, games I thought were just 
a little spaceman shooting other space things. That's what video games right. were around this time. And this game was saying, no, what if there were doors and walls and yeah. places to hide what and if- things to collect? And it would remember where you were and what you did. And like that, yeah. I, I don't want to understate how important that is as a founding principle of games moving forward. It's a, ma- it's a massive mm-hmm. thing, right? And I don't, I don't think it gets the credit it deserves for that. I agree with you. It's it's got elements of RPG because you're not just trying to beat a clock, right? You're not trying to just run and not think, and you're actually getting to plan. You're getting to stop, uh, monitor uh, the the you know the guards' movements. You can tell which kind of guard they are. Different guards have different uh, you know are, are more aggressive. Yeah. Um. And it's 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 pretty deep. At first, I was. When I started playing this, I played it on the the Commodore 64 emulation, the Mac emulation, or the, I'm sorry, the Apple II emulation. And I was just blown away with how complex it got because you do have to do a lot of strategy. And not to mention, you don't just point your gun and shoot. You have two. You have to have two joysticks if you're playing this with joysticks, Scott. That's right. Can you imagine having, <laughs> you, you know, your dad shit the bed whenever you would mess with the, the one joystick yeah game. even if you just played normally with it he would be mad imagine two right. of them oh my god lose his mind <laughs> imagine two of them yeah. with them yelling uh nazisms yeah uh, your dad would have had a stroke yeah but uh here he is yeah. saying, this is my dad right there i have audio of him being mad here you go that was him <laughs> freaking out <laughs> but yeah i had trouble playing this at first because i couldn't figure out how to shoot the gun and then when i went through the manual and stuff and saw oh i gotta use i gotta use a second uh controller to to point the gun so it, it gets really complex and one of the more complex games i've played uh in a while i couldn't believe it was coming up on an apple II. it was it, it really it, it kept me engaged a lot longer than i thought it would and so i understood almost instantly why kojima and the guys at id software were so inspired uh by this game to to create their own games well, and also to make their own game that was a version of this yeah that's true now, do you want, we're going to move on to what changed the world. You'd think, okay, well, we've left that in the past. The only two notable games that company made were these two. Um, and only a select, very small subsection of humanity ever played the damn things. If mm-hmm. you grew up with one of these computers in your house, maybe a friend of you told you about it and gave it to me on a floppy disk or whatever. Somehow you got this game and you got to play it. Done. You hexer. That's the end of the story. No, it is not. Because <laughs> along comes this. Octung, Octung, baby, Octung. Oh yeah, babe. All right. Oh, I love that sound. By the way. Yeah, gigantic fan of that sound effect. By the way, where is it? I have yeah, it. I pulled this, it out by itself. This changed. I love that. This changed first person. Sh- this changed everything, right? Yes, it like this invented changed. it and invented the yeah. concept. Now there, it's not like it's they weren't date. other attempt in, attempts in the previous or in previous years to create a first person like experience they're like dungeon crawlers but they were all very rudimentary and sort of move one square at a time and redraw even the environment. muse even muse did the same thing they even had a first person kind of perspective games mm-hmm. where you're walking through mazes like this mm-hmm. yeah there was definitely this sort of thing and it was and, and by the way if you notice in this video if you're watching chat or someone watching on the archive if you're listening i'll describe it uh this game was weird in that the performance of computers at the time which most commonly would have been like 286s sort of thing if you yeah, had a three, yeah. I think that I think the minimal requirement with this was I think was a three eighty. This might have been. I remember upgrading yeah. for it. I had to get yeah. a better computer for it. But if you were suffering with like slowdown, there was a adjustable 
border system. And right now you can see this blue border. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. You could pull it all the way out if you had the computer for it, but Mm -hmm. most people didn't. So you had to have some level of zoom on that. And it just kind of created a a more postage stamp or letterboxed experience. Uh, but yeah, this this started, you know, as a very young id software. Um they've they this would start what would become a complete alteration of all things video games forever. Like yeah. There's no there is, is no before, denying it, right? right? And this was like before they they started working on this before they even got out of their previous contract where they were like what was it? The Gamers Edge is what they called their, their dev team. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were working uh, for, uh, for oh, who was it? Soft. Uh, nah, there's another company I'm working with. Not, now. A, uh, not 3D Realms, not Apogee. Apogee published it. Uh, right, right. Uh, but I think, yeah, they were all rela- related. Yeah, they were all hanging Apogee. out. Those guys were all, it was all shareware. Everybody was doing the stupid, you know, uh, here's the shareware disc in a magazine pouch or whatever. And that's how we're going to get this <laughs> thing around. And we're going to put it on Usenet. <laughs> and that would, that would go all the way up to their Doom era stuff. But Right. But this thing was like, uh, you knew when you played this, you just knew we were seeing something massive happen. Yes. You just went, oh, okay, this everything. is a whole thing. This is going to change everything. And it quite literally changed everything. Yeah. And um, you may forget sometimes. You may think, oh, Doom was first. No, this was the first, first one. This is the this is the engine that, this is when they started developing their engine that would go on, you know, to John Carmack, was just 3D engine baby. Yeah. Was, uh, was it ray casting, I believe? Because this is the first time we're starting to see textures on walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd, we'd had rudimentary uh, boxes and stuff, but it wasn't immersive. Right. And this took this took it to the next level. Yeah. And uh, I do this. This was my first experience with Wolfenstein. And when we started doing this, I was thinking, oh, I'll start at the beginning. Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah. Wrong. This was, was That's that, where I got no. confused. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they took basically an, an established name for some gamers and then just blew it out of the water. And it very quickly, in a very viral way for the year, for the time this came out, uh, which was 1992, uh, in a, vi- a very viral way, suddenly this game's spreading like wildfire. Everybody's sharing discs. They're freaking out. They're losing their mind. I bought a new Everybody computer. wants to be BJ Blacks, Blaskowitz. That's right. That's me. He wants to blast some freaking zombies, and or not zombies, uh, Nazis. And at one point, <laughs> you do get to fight Mecha Hitler. That's your final boss. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, I I used to think that was the coolest thing ever to put uh, Hitler's half-eaten <laughs> shitty body inside of a robot and then fight it and kill it, and I loved it. It was the just so much crew, fun. The the... Tom Hall, John Romero, John Carmack, all those Adrian Carmack, all those guys, man, they were they were young, and they just wanted to thumb their nose at the establishments. Anytime they were told, "Don't do that," they doubled down. Or you can't and said, do it. Oh, yeah, really? Exactly. Then we're gonna put. Oh, we shouldn't be doing so much imagery and blood. We're putting double. Yep. Don't, also, don't tell us uh, welcome. And then eventually, it's like, hey, welcome to Doom. Would you like to see some yeah. additional blood and a whole bunch of like satanic imagery? How about that? That'd be fun. Yeah. No, no, don't do that. Speaks, oh, we're gonna double down again and do it anyway. <laughs> nothing speaks to the youth like rebellion, and uh, they this this was rebellious. Even though I may doesn't like it now, as it looks like some you know three D two D sprite game that. You know, we're so used to all this stuff. It seems like nothing, but this is big news back in the day. Yeah. And if you look at the SNES version of the game, which I will now share. No, no thanks. I'm going to share this with people. 
You need to see this some a, of the This is an atrocity. And by the way, I've got some conflicting data on this. Uh, there was they they did not do uh, you, John Carmack and Romero and all those guys were not intimately involved with this conversion until they had to be. They agreed to make a port, right? And then they contracted it out to a third party, another programmer. That programmer got sick, according to what I had read, and according to interviews uh, with with uh, Romero, um, and it got delayed. And so they ended up having to step in and finish it out. So the, this other developer has, uh, I'm trying to remember the person's name. I had it in my notes. Why is it not in my notes? Not Tom Hall. Anyway. Not, not uh, Yeah, it wasn't Tom Hall. Soft disk earlier, by the way. That was another name I was trying to to pull up. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, it didn't. They it didn't go the, as planned, and so they had to make it themselves. And is this the SNES version, yeah, or is this, this the is, this is SNES? Oh, that looks like butthole. Well, it looks it doesn't look as good as the PC version, just generally. But right. um, but it has uh, the guy won't slow down to look at it, but it's got these replaced. Oh yeah, here are the here are the giant rats instead of dogs. <laughs> yeah, instead of dogs, giant rats. <laughs> yeah, it's just Nintendo, man. They were it's weird. fine to kill. Oh sure, it's fine to kill rats, Nintendo, but yeah. not. Oh, and what was he stealing there? Was he stealing cheese? That is hilarious. So yeah. they replaced that that sprite. So when you go in uh, and you kill the German shepherds in the in the uh, DOS version, yeah, uh, you can pick up the dog food and it gives you a health boost. Yeah, um, here it looks like he picked up a wheel of cheese. Yeah, spot on. It also, it also controlled kind of like ass, but it still had this yeah. right here. I love that sound. Could yeah, hear that all I did day. like that. The music was actually kind of neat. Uh, oh, Hidden Rooms. That was a big deal. Hidden Rooms, and they just entered in one of the hidden yeah, rooms. Yeah, Monster. Really they call it, they, uh, they would eventually go on to be called Monster. There's the, there's the, the plus, by the way, instead of the, instead of the symbols. Uh, they oh, would yeah. go on to call that um, uh, Monster Closets. Especially yeah, when Doom came true. around and they got really good at it, you know. Still see it today. You walking around Resident mm-hmm. Evil Eight, you know, bump into a door. Oh shit! There's 15 things in this hidden space. Yeah, you know, like you just that's so much fun. Yeah, that you did. That's not something you would have planned for, but it shows you how much it uh, really played their own games um, because it really. You wouldn't think, oh, what would be cool in a maze? Well, what if you accidentally bumped up against a wall? And it opened, or if you accidentally shot a wall, because that's what happens most of the time. Most of the time, you're not looking for these things. No, you just happen uh, to do you it. Just, yeah, you just accidentally do it. It's like, well, so what's down this hallway? Oh, okay. And then you shoot something like, oh, oops. Oh, yeah. the door's opening. Something's there's, opening. There's mustache-free uh, Hitler that just showed him. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. So the other thing I didn't <clears throat> I didn't tell you I don't know if I've told anybody else this but I met John Romero in 1993 when this wow. was or no I'm sorry 92 right before all this stuff went off right. he was working at a, a a little software store here in town called Software and More so he was here in oh, Salt Lake yeah. City living here for a bit I think he was either with his mom or I can't remember what the deal was so it was all right before that and I met this dude because I was out buying a stack of floppy disks at Software and More. And uh, shook hands with long-haired uh, uh, John Romero, and yeah. then about a month later, I hear about this shit popping off, and I went, "Oh my gosh, do I just <laughs> talk to that guy?" I talked to him uh, last year, 
um, he has dad, he has a Discord server. Yeah. Um, and I got an opportunity. I think I think it was Salentis, one of our community members, who had an opportunity. He won a raffle essentially to talk uh, to John Romero, who lives in Ireland now, I believe. Um, and he he passed that opportunity on to me, so I got to sit in a nice little uh, Skype meeting with John Romero last year, and it was it was still just entertaining. That's pretty cool. He's I think he just got added to the game lifetime hall of fame thing i think yeah i can't remember it i don't know if him and carmack even talk anymore there was a lot of talk about no. those two not getting along they're um, both true visionaries in their own areas um of course romero being just a great less fun kind of guy he was really good at, at, at the at the larger vision and carmack could just make anything happen i mean you would just ask carmack and he'd be like yeah i can make that happen and yeah. uh like just American McGee, American McGee, uh, uh, Romero, and a bunch of other guys would sit around and they would make amazing level design and character design and all this stuff. And then they'd just say, hey, Carmack, can you make an engine that'll do all this dumb shit? And he's like, sure can. I'm a huge nerd. And let's sure do can. it. If you've never read or listened to the audiobook of Masters of Doom, highly recommend uh, that. And it kind of it kind of chronicles a lot of the stuff we're talking about. And yeah. he's got some great interviews just uh uh, the the uh, game developers conferences and stuff. You look up uh, Romero's stuff on that, where he's talked about. You know, I think was it called uh, the moratorium? Mm-hmm. I think that's what they usually call them, the moratoriums on a certain game. Yeah, and they'll go they'll go through it, and they're, they're just amazing. Now they also followed up with something called Spears Spear of Destiny, which was basically mm-hmm. mission packs, um, or or like DLC in a weird way. Like it was considered a full game. Yeah, kinda, you would you uh, well, would back in the day. Yeah, the way id operated is they would develop the first however many levels of a game uh and then you would get it off shareware whether it be on a demo disc or if you download it off a bulletin board or whatever and then you would get to complete the game by buying these uh you know expansions like the extra parts if you wanted to finish the story right they hook you they'd hook you with the with the freebie it's the drug it's the it's the drug dealer uh business model that's how they get you Right, that's how they get you. They Man, you. the one you're playing right now looks freaking amazing. Was that the Game Boy Advance? Which one is this one? No, is this, this is PC. This is a PC version of Spirit Destiny, and it's it's okay. much better. I mean, I think somebody's playing it in a modern computer is how it's looking. Yeah, not only this good, but being 16 by nine, and there's a few things going yeah. on here. Well, there's the overworld map too. I just, that yeah. blew my mind the first time I actually pulled that up. I'm like, oh my god, this thing is huge. Yeah. By the way, if you've never played it, there's a RPG called oh, yes. Wolf, there is the uh, um, yeah Doom RPG or the Wolfenstein. There's RPG, a Doom one as well. So there's two Doom. of them. There's a there's a Wolfenstein yeah. one and a Doom one. They're both based on this these these properties, and they're amazing turn based little games. I think they may have been GBA games. I gotta right. find those again because those are so freaking fun. They're so I, good. I think I read a little bit about this. Uh, Romero was uh, was when he got I, somebody gave him a phone or something, and he's like, "Oh, we should we should do." You know, he's like the visionary. He's always like, "Oh, you know, what we should do we should do this." And he uh, and they did, and it was like what two thousand six eight or something like something that. Something like was, that. Oh, I gotta yeah. find it. Where? But is this is well uh, is well liked as as well harder to emulate though because it's going to be a really interesting time when we start getting nostalgia for uh for you know, Facebook games and mobile games. And we're like, what the hell are we supposed to emulate this? I mean, there's blue stacks for Android, that kind of stuff. But getting the, you know, getting the actual files themselves and where they're at, it's going to get more difficult, like the ROMs. It's gonna oh, here it is. Okay. Wolfenstein RPG uh, 2008. Um, 
iOS, Java, and Brew. So it's, it didn't go any Brew, further. Brew, yes, yeah. that's some Apple stuff going Remember back that? home, right? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is such a fun game. Man, I wish that was available somewhere easy to get. It's not on the store anymore. Yeah, I, did, I didn't I didn't see it anywhere in the usual locations. A deeper dive may may reveal it. Maybe it's in a monster room somewhere and I, on the internet, and I just haven't. Because look at this. Look at this closet. screen. I just put it up. It's uh it's turn-based. So you, you do it like a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Like uh wizardry or something. And so you're just kind of inching through these this these installations and whatever, and you're taking turns and you're picking up loot and it's it's an RPG. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know why you're going against the guy with a with a with a wrench, but you know, a plumber's <laughs> wrench. But hey, why not? What, who am I to judge? It's a Gordon Freeman kind of vibe going. He on. He is kind game. of. A... <laughs> uh, but anyway, I thought I, I was a big fan of Spirit but, Destiny as well. That that game and those mission packs were were huge, and they were basically they were basically when I went. All right, well, I am now forever an ID software fan. I will never not play yeah. whatever they do. And sure enough, they would make. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of an ID software game that I didn't like until rage which is and when even that's that's when those guys fell apart yeah but i think that was because of internal problems right that was that was more it's a mix of things but yeah 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 um, it happens that it rage happens. rage one the engine was real cool the the ed tech engine even today is very cool it's like that mm. wasn't really the problem i just think those guys were bonking heads i mean by then romero had long left he went and did uh daikatana over there at yeah. uh i forgot the name of the studio that's not there anymore um but that that was a bomb that thing sucked like Mm -hmm. romero will openly admit too like daikatana was uh, ambitious and it was like hey post quake what are you gonna do now oh the next great shooter that was not the next great shooter that was the next great mistake it was bad it's It's, it's funny lightning sometimes only happens in you know in, in this this type of environment where there's a specific set of skills yeah, that all combine well and just you know, that's how it is sometimes. Have you John played- Merrick, Car- Carmack, Tom Hall, Agent Carmack, all yep. those guys together. Yep, and the two Carmacks aren't related. I used to think they were yeah, brothers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, every time I see it, I always go, "Wait, are they related?" No, that's not right. Yeah, those dudes are those dudes are unrelated. I know exactly two Carmacks in my in my uh, history of learning about gaming, and and they're right there together. Did you yeah. ever play Return to Castle Wolfenstein back in what year I, was that? It's actually my favorite game. I played this thing for freaking ever. I just I just love this game so much. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. Uh 2001, right? Is 2001, that that yeah. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Uh two, let's see, Mac OS and Linux got it in 2002. Um yeah, this game was rad and it had some of the most fun like assault type maps. Mm-hmm. Uh oh I remember at the time thinking all shooters need to feature this mode it's so good. Yeah, and it still felt stealthy. And it felt like it it just had so much of the heart of everything that was Wolfenstein to me. So yeah. it, it I still still love it. It still looks good. I'm looking at it right now on screen and it's still No, it's fine. It's still serviceable. Yeah, it's not it's not it's very serviceable. Now, here's the thing to note. They were not done. They had a few expansions, there's some other stuff. And RPG I mentioned and all that. But they were about to launch an amazing return to form mm-hmm. in the in the modern games. We're not going to talk about those in detail, but I want to recommend people get them on. They're always on sale. You can get them just about everywhere. Every platform's got them. New Order. Um, yes. I can't forget. I, something Colossus is the second one. 
And then the I would avoid I'm the a, one with the, I, with the sisters. With his daughters, that's not a good game. Don't play that. That's oh, that's a, not a good? No, it's his daughter? It's bad. No, it's, two, it's his oh. two twin daughters. or I don't know if they're twins. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. It's not good. It's a bad game. Yeah. Blaskowitz is in jail or something. It's it's bad. Uh, Blaskowitz does not get enough love. And I want a shirt with OG Blaskowitz just right on my screen with one eyebrow raised. I, I used to love that would. You have no idea how much that blew my mind back in the day when there wasn't a health. Well, there was a health bar, but his damage was on his face. Yeah, you dude. When you were in trouble, yeah. the damage was on his face. Even better, even better in Dune. But it was yeah. it started there, and you're right. It was like this moment of like badass. Look at this right. We could do this. Thing. Yeah, it was so cool. Why the hell we got bars and shit? Yeah, that's some, I agree. That was really innovative crap. idea. I don't know whose idea it was, but I freaking love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you wanna you wanna really get your head around um, the games, here's my here's my order. I would play them in. I would play the classic just to get your feet wet, like just get a taste for why that thing's the OG, right? You need to feel it. It doesn't hold up great because yeah. a lot of really cool shit came after, but but you need to just from a historic perspective get your feet wet with original Castle Wolfenstein 3D, and then yeah, I would jump straight to uh, Return. I right. would play All, RPG if you can find it. And then these new ones are awesome. And there's a new what do you one think coming. About enemy territory. You, you, you liking that one? The multiplayer? Uh, I can't remember only? if I played much enemy territory. It was mostly, it was all, it was all multiplayer, right? Yeah, it was all multiplayer. We played that a good bit. And I, I liked it because it was set in that world, but it was friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Friends um, with there. Trying to remember. Let's see. Steam still has a, has that. Uh, now yeah, I can, missed out on. Oh, it's free to play on Steam if you want to go. Play is it? It. Okay. Yeah. and Let's people are playing oh this they just released this uh as a as a playable steam game on in 2022 right and it's now just like a free-to-play multiplayer i'm gonna do this later i'm gonna do this right now why are we even talking what are we even doing here what are we what doing what are we doing yeah i'm doing that that's what i'm doing i didn't but it know was, that uh, you had mentioned earlier you said uh the the uh what's where i'm looking for did you ever play the the one that was just called Wolfenstein back in 2008, the Raven software thing, I think it was? Uh, did you play that one? No, that one I don't think was good. <laughs> right. I, <laughs> yeah, I remember, it seemed like right. I, went, I went from Return and I played it and then that one came along and I was like, eh, I wasn't really interested. And then I came back later mm. on. Mm. But uh, I'm pretty interested in, the, in some new stuff too, right? Aren't they, they got some new Wolfenstein? The new ones are amazing, just, yeah. And the, and the new, yeah. the third one or three, I guess, is all they're calling it. The new one that's sort of been yeah. announced, but no one's actually seen a gameplay yet. That looks awesome. Really excited about that. Here are here they are ranked by uh, CultureVultures.com. All right, so oh, here's what they rank them. Number twelve. So these are the top twelve Wolfenstein games. I think there may only be twelve. I was about to say if I if I'm 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 looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I think if, if number 12 is on there is that then they've included everything. Yeah, I think so too. So number 12, they have beyond castle Wolfenstein. So sorry, Apple two uh, version of the game. You're, you're bad. Right. Uh, 11 is Wolfenstein young blood. That's the newest one I told you to avoid. Oh my God. They put yeah, it's bad. young blood below the new one. That's because it's poop. I mean, the, the original one. It's poop. Me. It's garbage. It's not a good game. It's a real wow. unfortunate thing. I kind of wish it didn't exist. Uh, number 10, Castle Wolfenstein, which is your uh, original there. Yeah. Uh, nine, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot. I don't even know what Never that is. 
but I'm in. I'm, I'm get, all in. You, it looks like you kind of get to play as uh, Mecha Hitler. Is that what's going on? This came out from Arcane and Machine Games back in. I don't remember this at all. It's, it's published by Bethesda. Yeah, 2019. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, me either. It must have been one. some. I don't know what this was. Must have been some weird side thing. Uh, Wolfenstein or Stein 2009. Uh, they put it number eight. Uh, number seven, Wolfenstein Enemy Territory, which we just yeah. talked about. Number six, Wolfenstein 3D or uh, RPG, um, which I, I agree that should be on this list. Five, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, which is fantastic. Uh, four, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, also great. Three, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, fantastic game. Uh, two, Wolfenstein 3D, the original 3D. And number one, New Order. With the a, New Order with is a bullet. great. Great game. New Order right now, I mean, it came out uh, PS4 xbox one era you know it's not that old it's like 2012 or something right let's see if i have the actual date uh 2014 14 uh, 14 and it's so good gosh dang it go play that game oh wow breaking news i i just i was looking while you were talking about that uh because now you've got me so excited the fact that it rates so high this uh rpg version of wolfenstein they did uh port over uh, Doom 2 RPG, uh, according to Rock Paper Shotgun, to what? on May. What's that now? To what? Where? Where can I play uh, it? To, to PC. What? So if that engine is there, uh, might we see the Wolfenstein version? I wonder. And this was just announced in May. So interesting. Let's okay. Take a look at, oh, so it's a fan thing, right? Something like that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to shoot you this link. Uh, he'll be under uh, Mecha Hitler in the Discord server. Um, oh, can't miss him. Shit. Yeah, so this. a curiouser and curiouser. So it's a fine, it's a fan made PC port. It looks like. Oh, uh, is it a fan made port? So it's generally it's not a, the, it's the not OG? official. Yeah, but it's uh, it's pulled out of the. So somebody reproduced it's a true it. port port. It's not like a. Yeah, these games are Aww. great, dude. Yeah, they look I, awesome. I'm I'm they happy that anyway. the fandom out there is trying to do something. But I really want Bethesda or whoever owns the rights to these two things. Just put them out. Put them out on I don't know. Put them on phones again or something. Do something. <laughs> Release them for the PS5. Come on. Put them on the PlayStation 5. Put them on the PlayStation. Uh, all right. Let's move on uh, away from Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein's great. Go play it, everybody. All of these things we mentioned, they're great. They're, they're Except those first two are real tough, but they, they deserve to be seen. Go li- at least see they, some video. Yeah, they deserve to be seen and heard. It's a lot of fun uh, holding up Nazis on the on that first and second one. Uh, they'll raise their hands up, and you can you can end up shooting them anyway. But then you search the bodies. There's a there's a timing mechanic to unlocking a chest, which uh, that that elevates the the tension because mm-hmm. you're trying to open a chest, and you've got like so many seconds to do it uh, before the guards make it back around mm-hmm. uh, to get you. Guns yep. and Avron, by the way, was an inspiration for Silas Warner uh, to to put really? this in that world. Wow. And I I've never seen it. Um, and I, I wanted to catch some of this past week. I didn't, I didn't get around to it. You've never I seen Guns of Avron? It. It's been ages for me, but, um, it's yeah, I, I've never seen it. I've seen like clips and stuff like, uh, you know, here's a clip from one of the top 100 movies from the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. It's old as dirt. I mean, yeah, it's 1961. David Niven, Gregory Peck, Anthony Quinn. It's a great movie. should say it into it, into yeah. it. But does it, does it star BJ Blaskowitz? It does not. And so it does not star him, but it does have uh, Richard Harris. He's pretty great. Okay. Yeah. He's the, 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 the late, great Richard Harris kicking ass in uh, the <laughs> guns of Navarone. 
Oh, there is. I did find the Wolfenstein RPG, uh, and it is an IPA file. What? And I will see if I can emulate it. Brian! If you Brian, did that, put it you, on our devices. Put it on the Amber Nick. I'll play it tonight. All right. We'll see if we can do <laughs> I'm this. I'm sure it'll be no problem at all. Just to do it by tonight. It'll be great. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. It's time for a little bit of this business. Destroy it. <laughs> time to play Guess My Game. We uh, play audio from an old game and we try to guess what it is. And the chat room sometimes uh, gets involved, likes to say stuff. Uh, by the way, big thanks to everybody who showed up this morning. I know it's a weird time to record this show. Oh, yeah. Doing this on a Saturday morning if we didn't already mention that. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, Let's get to mine. Here is uh, your hints to start things. Uh, It is a Super Nintendo Entertainment System game. Came out in Japan in 1995. Japan? But did not come out until 2011 in North America on the Nintendo DS. Okay, so this is an important note. Yes, okay. Because it did come out. It just came out a long time later. Uh. When the Will original I love game it long time? You may love you may love it long time. I'm not sure. Okay, thank you. But here it is. Let's see if you know what this is. <laughs> flutie, 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 flutie. <laughs> it's got some of my favorite sound work of all Super Nintendo games ever. Oh, and this is music. This is sound from the SNES game, not from the DS game. Anyway, any guesses? Any uh, questions? You got three if you okay, want. Okay, so I get, I get three questions. Yeah. Uh, came out for, you said, the DS, right? But originally nope. for the SNES. Re- originally the... SNES, later DS, yeah. Right, right. So Super Famicom would have been for the Japanese version. Correct. So... Um, is this a is this a, a Nintendo property? You always it, have to ask that. When it you is get a not Nintendo game, right? Definitely not a Nintendo original. It's no, not a Nintendo. But I will original. say to add on to that, it is a massive developer publisher uh, of the era. Okay. Um, is it an RPG? Yes. Okay, so we've got not first party necessarily for Nintendo, so it's not one of their IPs. It is an RPG. Yep. Um, and a big, and it is a big IP. Although I would argue right, bigger in Japan initially, but it's now big in the states. People like it here a lot. Is it um, and Europe? Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, incorrect. That's your second question down. Oh wait, no, it's your third question that's, down. That's now my third question. My, that was my guess. Yeah. yeah, I should have. I should have asked another question and did did that. <laughs> Shoot. Well, now at least you have another guess if you want to take it. Okay. Um, I'll say you're 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 in adjacent territory if that helps you at all. It does not. So <laughs> does it help me one bit? Does not help me one ass bit. Yeah. Um, Listen to that. Dragon Quest eighteen. Oh shit! You know what? I'm going to give you a half point because it is Dragon Quest, right? It is Dragon Quest six. For oh, that was what I was gonna say. I knew the, it had to be uh, one of the, the yeah. this music sounded very reminiscent of both of those. Um, it's uh, it's it's one of the most I couldn't, I, I've I have to admit, I recently discovered this doing doing stuff on the Ambernick. It is one of the prettiest yes. JRPG pixel games ever I've ever seen. Like, right, I didn't right. know it looked this good, and five did not look like this. 
five not look like this, man. Yeah, everything leading up to it didn't look as good. And that may have been, you know, maybe those reports from NES titles. And again, they were all in Japan, so I don't know. But this sixth one just looked insane. The detail on the buildings and the towns and the music and the sound effects. Like next I think level. I'm a real big fan. I I did not I had not played any of the any of the the games in the series until more recently, and it was on the Game Pass. What was mm-hmm. it? Fourteen? What which uh, one was it? Eleven? Is it? Um, Eleven? I can't. Remember. It was one of those Roman numerals that was always throwing me off. It's and a very I good played, game. Very good game. I played though. it, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. And I started going back, and I started looking at them, and I've played a few of them on the Amber Nick myself. Yeah, this really is like so. It. This is considered right up there with the best. The best. The best on every list I find is the, the newest. Newest the one. Best. People love that new one. So that new one. I'm the best good. of the best, sir. Yes, best sir. Of the best, yes, sir. But this game is still great, and I've been playing it a bit, and I uh, would recommend it. It is again the Super Famicom uh, slash uh, North American uh, Nintendo DS release of that game, Dragon Quest Six. And all, and for those, uh, we haven't really done a show about this yet. Well, we did a little Yet. bit because we talked Final Fantasy, but we haven't really talked. Or did we? Do we do a final? Do we do a Final Fantasy special? I don't remember now. I think we did a Final <laughs> Fantasy on the Poop Show. Oddly. I think I. I don't. Remember, I want to say that we did some Final Fantasy stuff too, but I don't think we've done it in the context of this show. I don't remember. At one point, but we will. I, we've, but, me and yeah. you have definitely went at length talking about final fantasy yeah i think the part of the reason we haven't done an actual show on it is it's a beast you almost have to do yeah. it per game it's like you can't just do the whole th- i mean it just feels like a lot but anyway uh that was square doing final fantasy enix right. was the company doing uh dragon quest among other games and uh that is where those two two of the greatest jrpg creators of all time finally merged and became mm-hmm. square enix so a lot of people don't know where that name comes from but there you go and some of you do, we and did. you're laughing at me now, like Scott. Of course, we know this, but some people don't. All right. I think we did Fantasy Star, and we said we were going to get back to Final Fantasy, and we never did because it is such a beast. It's so good. Dude. I think that's what happened. It's so I'm, good. But we we've talked about yeah, we've talked about seven before because we went back and and played it when the remake was coming out for some reason or another. I can't remember what we did it for. Yeah, I don't remember either. But I think we'll we'll yeah. get around to it. The point is. Uh, those games hold the hell up. They're great. Yeah, they do. Uh, let's play yours. Do you say it's an NES 1987 game? Anything else you want to N- tell me about this? NES 1987. I'm not giving you squawk because you got three questions. Oh, and I'll, how about this? I'll tell you this. It was released in North America in 1987. And unlike your game, the opposite happened. It oh. did not release in Japan until 1988. Ooh, a couple of years later. That tells me something. Yeah, and All the right. EU didn't get it until 1990. Wow. EU. Look at you. All right. EU. Let's see what we got here. It's got a lot of music in there. Yeah. Love the music. Yeah. No guesses yet. Love this music. It's a soundtrack of my life, baby. gosh uh what year 87 87 I, I never played this game i it's it's a game that i i knew about and i watched some videos on but i never played it um 
Gosh, dude. All right. Question number one. Ask me the first. Ask, if I probably first thing I'd ask is like, who's the developer? <laughs> Just saying, if I was. Right. Who's the developer, my, Brian? It's, it's rare. And I'll even give you the publisher acclaim. How about that? Did that kind of get you started yeah. at least a little bit? Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. Europe got it later, but rare. It was mm-hmm. Europe. They were European yeah. developer. Crazy. Um, oh, early rare stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, is it based on a famous IP of some kind? No, totally original. Then, yeah. Um, at least I don't know of any IP that it was based on. And somehow I probably go, "Oh, you didn't read the books?" No, no, I did not. <laughs> Dumbass. No, I didn't. Not not publicly not knowledge about that. Uh, <sighs> I got one more question, don't I? Is it a side scroller it would be side scroller okay i'm all out of questions is what it- if i told you uh chris and tim stamper worked on it as designers <laughs> that doesn't help me no. at all <laughs> yeah no right in here with <laughs> all right is this game called let's go on an adventure through the world oh, that's a com. good that's it is an adventure and it's just not in the title but that's that is a good uh narrowing down and i'll give you just w- one more all just right one, yeah. one more guess i really don't know yeah yeah wonder boy goes to school i have no idea perfect nailed it yeah. wonder boy goes to school the adventure the from rare from 1987 <laughs> for the nes yeah. nailed it wizards yeah. and warriors oh wizards and warriors what i knew wizards that and warriors i remember that game damn yes it. did anyone in the chat get it oh yeah and there were there were sequels but it was it's not greg got known it. for his sequels right yeah good job greg get, get look greg. greg teaching school yeah, greg and Martin, remembering greg. cool shit that's awesome uh, well, you stumped me there, dude. Well done. That was good. I love the music. Holy crap. It blew me away when I was digging around. Uh, apparently, David Wise was the composer on that. And I was like, oh, what beautiful audio stuff. I'm like, I got to get this. You know, it'd be fun, although I'm sure this exists. So it's a waste of time. But um, somebody on YouTube's already done it. But somebody somewhere has gone like, what is the best sounding NES title of all time? It's got to be. A right. Thing. Right, it's got to be, and it's got to be that one, right? I think it is. This guy did Marble Madness. Oh, I love Marble Madness. Yeah, was the NES version, I suppose. Yeah, California game stuff. He did a bunch of stuff. Man, this guy was prolific. Oh, here we go. Top top one fifty best NES music tracks. Five hours. Uh, (laughs) Five hours. Buckle up. The thirty five most graphically mind blowing NES games. There's tons of these. Oh yeah, yeah. Top 10 NES bangers. Best songs of the NES. <laughs> See, I like when they call them bangers. Yeah. Top Gun dubbed uh, with its Nintendo game sounds. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> somebody. T- I don't know, but I want to t- play. I, I saw another one. There's a Game Boy Advance called It's Mr. Pants. I'm in. Let's go. And I want to play It's Mr. Pants. Pants. Here, let me look at this. Game Boy Advance. I, I don't know anything about this, but it's to create rectangles, which have to be two by three blocks or larger to clear them from the grid. So it's one of those games. That's a puzzle game. Yeah. All right. Well, let me hit play here. But the title is worth it. Let me just see what this is. Here, chat. We'll show you. It's Mr. Pants. Mr. Pants. (laughs) 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 Did you mean to do that? I had no idea. I've never heard it before. That's so funny. That's exactly right. (laughs) Jumping, jumping, jumping. 
He's got, he's got big underwear. He's not even pants. They're, they're, it's English pants. They're underwear. They're underroods. They're literally tidy whities right? What Except is they're this not white. game? I'll skip ahead so I can see it. That's those puzzles. Oh, so you're clearing out like... Uh, okay, there's like, like the Tetris grid kind pieces. of things where you're clearing out to... to, to yeah. Is it kind of Tetrisy, but so you can clear the, so you can see the picture behind it. I guess so. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, they have a title, right? Oh, and it's using the rare logo for part of that. Yeah. But this is pretty cool. Uh, Never even heard of this. Kind of like a reverse Tetris, and it clears out the image like you would do for, you know, the the horn dogs back in the day. It's like I need to clear this picture so I can see the point behind. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Kind of like that idea. Yeah, no. When I played, um, uh, uh, oh, what was it called with the pipes? Uh, shit. Oh, Frisky Tom back in the day. Oh, Frisky Tom. Yeah, That's a great one. That game, yeah, that Frisky arcade Tom. game was all about it. If you had the, if you knew the dip switches, you put them on Japanese mode, and the lady you were trying to eliminate all the bubbles from her tub, <laughs> she was naked in there. But if you did it in America, the dip switches were set to be just a swimsuit lady, which was kind of annoying. Oh, yeah. you have see, see, look. The Japanese are like nudity, sure. <laughs> uh, swastikas, no. Well, we had, just the opposite. Swastikas, we, yeah. sure. We had that game in our basement though, so my brother and I knew all the tricks. We knew what to do. Right. We had it figured out. Well, I'm cheating it right now. I just Google the image her naked, so that's perfect. Now I know. Yeah, and it's not that's really great, is it? It's yeah, bad. It's not great. Frisky. It was, but it, it's not great. But it's the best we had. Uh, let's see if I can find it too, so I can show chat if it's not too crazy. Um, <laughs> Let's see. I thought Frisky Tom was great at the it's time. It's Mr. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> I'm Mr. Pants. <laughs> oh, I just did a non-filtered search of Frisky Tom, and oh, that got that's that went a bad places. idea. That was a bad right? idea. Well, this this will give people the idea. Hold on. Okay, so it's this little this little <laughs> we. This is how easily entertained very young boys can be. But this is the American one where she's wearing the she's wearing the bikini. But that, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This was so dumb. It. We were just like so excited to get all those bubbles gone. It was so dumb. Bubbles, 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 bubbles. Icy cleavage. Bubbles, a, bubbles. What a sad, what a sad <laughs> thing that is. That's lame. Oh, all right. The master well, of your domain. There you go. Uh, well done with that. Let's move on to a little bit of feedback from our listeners. Welcome to the treasure room. Time for some of that listener feedback. We got an email that came to us at playretroshow at gmail.com. You can also send your text to 801-471-0462. This email says, hello, Scott and Brian. Thanks for over a decade of podcasting. Yeah. Would you do a, deg- a, degment, a segment of game series titled Harvest Moon? I recall <laughs> that it was on the SNES, but may have had an earlier release. Thanks for doing Mega Man and Zelda as well, Franklin. Well, Franklin... Uh, well, frankly, I was just thinking I'm about down. this series because Harvest Moon is responsible for uh, lots of things like, um, oh, yeah, so inspirational, so many games. Like, I don't even know if you have Animal Crossing without Harvest right. Moon. I don't know if you have games like Stardew Valley or mm-hmm. hundreds of other indie titles and otherwise so without it. So, it's a real rocky history, though. Um, there are some Harvest Moon games that are considered amazing classics, and there are some that are considered just garbage, jank, poo-poo head. Garbage, gank, yeah, poo-poo head. Yep, all that. So we're gonna Indeed. we're gonna put it on the consideration list. Why not? You know. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a no-brainer. I definitely want to. This is one that I want to hit. Maybe next time I go around, we just did a lot of NES stuff. So 
SNES and all that stuff. Yeah. So we probably need to probably going to end up arcade somewhere or something. I guess today was kind of PC though. Yeah, today was mostly PC, even though it started out in Apple. And I didn't know that when I started. I was like, we're going to do some PC stuff. Oh, I remember. I remember Wolfenstein. That was all kinds of PC. And then I had, you know, two titles that started right off that were Apple. Yeah, old Apple II shit from the day. I didn't know this. The day. Yeah. When, when I like that I'm a hillbilly whenever I go back in my memories. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) goo goo. Or I guess I'm a gold prospector. That's what I'm really doing. Sure. I think that's back when Apple was probably worth they were maybe a million dollar company then or something. Yeah. It's Boy. pretty amazing. Cause I was, I was kind of, um, it, it's, it was kind of amazing to see that the inspiration that it was to some of my favorite developers mm-hmm. and that they were working on apples, yep. which was, was interesting. Yep. To me. I found oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah. That was big stuff. Then. Intriguing. Really, uh, really pushed the personal computer game market. At the mm-hmm. time. Our next discussion is going to be Marvel versus Capcom. Yes, that's right. We'll start with 1996's X-Men versus Street Fighter. We'll move to 97's Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter. 98's Marvel one. versus Capcom Clash of Superheroes. They're all good. Yes. They're my favorite of the Capcom uh, fighter things that aren't... Well, I played a lot of Street Fighter 2 Turbo, like a lot. So I can't say mm-hmm. that that's not like King of the Hill because it kind of is. But these crossovers were so much freaking fun. They were so over the top and so good. So I loved them. Um, and uh, yeah. Capcom has their uh, what do they call it? showcase? Is that what everybody's calling now? Since we don't have E three, uh, so Capcom is doing their showcase Monday. Interested to see what they have there. I yeah. doubt it's going to be any new X Men versus Street Fighter stuff. But still, could be. I don't know. The Street Fighter Capcom six. On my mind. Street Fighter six came out what a week and a half ago, and uh, yeah, people are loving it. There's, I could see them doing something i don't know they've already got dlc they announced at the game uh fest yesterday or two days ago yeah wouldn't it be amazing if we if we predicted it yeah we'd be it would like, be ah, we know stuff yeah i'll bet we get an announcement for a bunch of stuff including i'll bet there's a new resident evil game in the works i'll bet there's a new monster Got hunter it. in the works and i'll bet um what was the other thing oh and they're going to talk more about dragon's dogma 2 which they announced at the xbox or the playstation event earlier in the year so right Anyway, so much stuff going so on right stuff. now with, with the new video games, the Diablo four. I was really tempted. I was like, oh, my God, we need to hit the OG Diablos. I'm like, well, we just did PC stuff. Yeah, we'll get I to really it. I want to go back. Yeah, I've been playing Diablo four to death and I've just about beat uh, the sixth act, which is the final bit of the, of the story anyway. Nice. Um, the level uh, is the level caps 100 now and I'm only yeah. level 42 or something. No, oh, you're so. playing hardcore like Bo, right? No, hell no, <laughs> hell no. Where, where's he at? I, I, I was, I, I popped in real quick last night, but I, I couldn't tell what level um, he's on. Well, he's- as of last night, I think he was 76 or something. So nice, working his way to 100. He wants to get on that statue and be one of the first thousand to, uh, to beat the game on hardcore without yep. dying and so far so good he hasn't died he's had a couple of close calls he had he's three other nervous a couple of times he's had three other people playing with him and they've all died so he's oh my gosh he's the only one left is he over 80 all right chat says he's over 80 81 last over night 80 that is awesome he pulling was, for him he played all i mean he's been this is all he's been doing is playing this oh game. god yes every time i'm on twitch and streaming i'm like yeah well let's just oh yep he's still on yep still over there still cranking his it. life He's doing great. He's still um, cranking it. Yep, still crank over there cranking it on his live stream. <laughs> so anyway, watch for more details on that as we get closer to next week's core. My guess is he'll be a hundred by then, if I had to guess. Yeah, he I, I be. sure hope so. I know what I hope even more. 
I hope he's like number 999. So he has to really sweat balls. Oh, at the very man. End. Yeah. I just don't just want him to die. I just don't want him to die at 98 or Yeah, 99. no dime. I, I want him to make it, but I want it to be a real ball sweater. Yeah. A real ball sweater. Yeah. <laughs> I get those at Christmas time. I buy the fancy yeah, yeah. embroidered oh, ones. Shrinkage. Ball, ball sweater. I've made uh, a lot of Seinfeld <laughs> references today. I'm going to have to. Yeah. What's your deal? What's going on with that? Yeah. You just need to watch the show. We watch it all the time. So you'd just be like yeah. us. Anyway. Uh, that's next week. All that Marvel v uh, Street Fighter stuff and Marvel games that happened in the '90s uh, and beyond. There's more. There's there's modern stuff that we'll at least reference. So that's all coming yeah. up. I want to thank some new patrons. We had a whole slew of new people this week. Yeah, I really appreciate. We got Troy Press, Steve Mans, Chris B, Ooh. Craig Watson, and Kelly Snow all joined us at Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. Oh, that's Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. You'll never get commercials or ads. You'll get pre-show content every week, monthly benefits. Another little bits and bobs here and there. So watch for that. All right. It's great. We love having you. That's patreon.com slash play retro. Brian, that's it for us. Uh, if you're looking for all other stuff, you can find it at frogpants.com slash play retro. Just search for the podcast. If you haven't heard it, if you want to watch us live, it's usually Wednesdays at 3.30 Mountain Time here at frogpants.tv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the YouTubes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did this week weird because we had stuff. Things come up. But uh, we're happy to be yeah, here anyway. Yeah, that was yeah, that was on me. And then on top of that, grandma-in-law fell. Her mother-in-law, she fell this morning. So Jeez. We're dealing, yeah. That's a lot, lot man. That's freaking that's a lot. lot. It's too much. Too, too much. much. Too much for one man to bear. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Play Retro. Octum! Octum, baby. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.